0: welcome to the wild wellness podcast i'm jenny holbert and in these episodes we explore nature as our guide to well-being feminine fitness natural health plant allies and you'll learn from guest teachers on how to rediscover your inner wild the woman into living her dreams this is wild wellness In this episode, you're going to hear from Jill Kay, a functional nutritionist and owner of Down to Earth Wellness. Basically, she helps outdoorsy women beat burnout so that they can feel energized, calm, and get back to the adventures that feed their soul. So, in this episode, she talks about how your blood sugar can affect your mood, energy, hormones, sleep, cravings, and so many other things. Plus, how to get off the roller coaster with how to time your meals to avoid sleep disruption and what your plate ratio could look like with specific food inspiration to fill your plate. She talks about the little known connection between stress and blood sugar balance, to snack or not to snack, and the power of a 10 minute walk after you eat meals to help regulate blood sugar. So get ready to learn from functional nutritionist Jill Kay. Take some notes and enjoy the episode.
1: Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, thanks for having me. It's awesome to be here. So, today I'm talking about blood sugar balance and energy. Um, if you want wild energy, you want really good, consistent energy to go do the things you love and keep up with your busy life and just live life to the fullest and have a great day every day, we have to look at blood sugar balance. So, what is blood sugar balance all about? Why does it matter? Um, just in a nutshell, long story short um, when you eat food our food is broken down into different uh, macronutrients we got protein fat fiber and a lot of carbohydrates in our body are broken down into glucose glucose then goes into our blood and our blood really likes certain level of glucose blood glucose right doesn't want it too high doesn't want it too low so it really regulates our blood glucose levels likes it at a certain balance if it gets too high our pancreas releases insulin which uh, helps to decrease that glucose level when our blood glucose gets too low our adrenals are releasing cortisol our adrenals are the stress glands that sit on top of our kidneys that are, are are in charge of that fight or flight mode, that stress response, but they're also in charge of blood sugar balance support as well. So they do release cortisol, they release adrenaline. So when your blood sugar goes too low, then you're calling on your adrenals to release um, cortisol to pick those glucose levels back up in the blood. Cause again, your blood likes really nice uh, sweet spot of balance. So this can impact your energy, right? So I don't know if you can relate, maybe you have bit on that blood sugar roller coaster where you are feeling pretty good one minute and the next minute you have really low energy you're, you're crashing energy is low moods are low cravings are high this is the blood sugar roller coaster and our blood sugar balance is so important uh, to so many things in our health in regards to energy but also our moods um anxiety, stress levels, hormone health, our hormones really like balanced blood sugar, even your sleep, uh, ability to lose weight, cravings, I think I said, they're all really, really connected to our blood sugar balance. So the more we can balance our blood sugar, the more all those areas that in regards to our health are going to improve, quality of our life is going to improve, we're going to be feeling good, we're not going to have those late night cravings or that afternoon energy crash maybe you can relate, right? Like we have that three o'clock energy crash where you're reaching for something sweet, uh, refined carbohydrates, something sweet that's easily easy to eat, a snack, a muffin, a treat, a coffee, a latte, um, you know, a donut. You just need that pick me up in the afternoon or maybe at night you're noticing that you are like feeling so snacky and you want to snack really late into the night and you have cravings. Often that can be a sign of we didn't have balanced blood sugar throughout the day, it's not just to do with willpower uh, you know, stress hormones are higher by the end of the day. We're more stressed out. We're more tired. Um, but also if we didn't balance our blood sugar throughout the day, we're going to have cravings later on. And we're going to also have cravings if we didn't eat enough during the day. So it's really about fueling our body, feeding it, whole foods, real food, um, and understanding how to balance our meals in order to balance our blood sugar so that we can have really good energy and all these other areas in our life are going to improve, right? So like I mentioned, we eat food and it's broken down into glucose. um, And our blood likes a really tight range of blood glucose levels. So it's always regulating that uh, balance. And what we put into our, our mouth will really impact our energy and our blood sugar fluctuation. So I'm going to help you today to start balancing your blood sugar and get off that roller coaster. So I don't know if you've ever heard of the blood sugar roller coaster, but sometimes, you know, people are just experiencing high sugar levels, high blood sugar levels, lots of energy, um, and then energy crashes. And then their energy is tanking and it's going up and down and up and down all throughout the day. That's really the roller coaster. And what can happen is insulin gets tired of constantly having to show up to bring that uh, blood sugar level down, it can sometimes overcompensate and bring it down too far, which is when you start having that energy crash. And then your adrenals have to show up and bring out cortisol to bring your blood sugar back up. And so you're constantly calling on these guys to release hormones over and over, all day, every day, to regulate your blood sugar. And they can get tired. That's where we start seeing insulin resistance, where um, insulin isn't having such a great effect on the body anymore. And we start seeing type 2 diabetes, and it's really a slope of health where more symptoms can start cropping up maybe fasting blood glucose levels are higher um- so you start losing that sensitivity to insulin. Some people do eventually not saying everyone does, but that's what can happen when we're constantly calling on insulin in the pancreas to uh, regulate our blood sugar level. And then also you're also taxing your adrenal glands by constantly asking cortisol to bring up your blood glucose level. So it goes both ways in your adrenals. Um, again, they they have enough going on. They're um, connected to managing our stress and fight or flight mode and so much more. So anything we can do to support them is going to be really, really good in the long run as well as good for our energy levels. And just also when your, your blood sugar levels are really sinking down and cortisol is being released. That means we have cortisol floating around in the body. It's hard to do um, a lot of things when the cortisol is really high in the body, it's inflammatory. It, it affects of course, blood sugar balance, but it is a stress hormone at the end of the day. So now we have high stress hormones in our body um, circulating to help manage our blood sugar levels when we can do a lot with our meals. So that's really important to know that we can do so much just by when we eat and how we eat. So I also want to mention too, sometimes people's sleep is affected, which will affect your energy. Because if you are, say... Dealing with low blood sugar at night, or we're having the glass of wine right before bed, or a late night meal. I really encourage my clients to avoid late night snacking or late night eating three hours before bed, because we can have a blood sugar drop in the middle of the night, or blood sugar dysregulation where we have blood sugar going up and down and up and down. And we often call it hypoglycemia, where the blood sugar is dropping too low, and what can happen is your blood sugar can drop in the middle of the night because say you ate a late night snack or it wasn't a balanced snack. It was um, high sugar or again, like alcohol. And so your blood sugar drops in the middle of the night, which calls on cortisol to raise it back up. Well, that cortisol is going to wake you up, make you feel kind of panicked or stressed. It's a stress hormone. So you might get that feeling at night when you're awoken from a dead sleep and you're wide awake, um, from a dream or whatever, sometimes that can be connected to imbalanced blood sugar, not saying all the time, but sometimes it can because it is uh, increasing the middle of the night and waking us up. And now we have cortisol floating around that has to dissipate after a while, swing so fall fall back sleep. So in the long run, yes, imbalanced meals can actually affect our sleep um, and not to mention brain fog and moods. Um, so I'm going to give you some suggestions today that can help you to start balancing that blood sugar so that you have more wild energy and you feel really good day to day. So what's really important is to look at plate ratio, look at, I really encourage my clients to eat, um, and follow their circadian rhythm, their internal clock. When the sun is up, that's when we're eating our meals. That's when we are active. Um, and to have three meals a day ideally depending on someone's schedule their life what feels good for them but three meals a day four to five hours apart have a breakfast usually an hour to two hours upon wakening because when you wake up, your blood sugar is low. And if you don't have a meal after a while, your cortisol again is going to have to show up. Your stress hormone is going to increase to bring that blood sugar back up. So having a high protein rich breakfast is really, really nice way to set the day off on a nice foot of the imbalance throughout the day. So I really like my clients to have 25 to 30 grams of protein at each meal start with a protein rich breakfast always include healthy fat so looking at your plate plate ratio do i have my protein fat and fiber um you know 25 30 grams of protein depending on your your health profile um is it animal-based protein grass-fed organic or is it plant-based protein some healthy fats um looking at nuts seeds olive oils high quality oils uh fish things like that um some kind of healthy fat at each meal and then some kind of fiber like carbohydrates So do we have lots of veggies, low starch veggies, like the green veggies and carrots, cauliflower, the cruciferous veggies that are fantastic for your hormones. I was going to mention too, that your hormones thrive when your blood sugar is balanced in regards to PMS, perimenopause, all of those things, your hormones really, really appreciate blood sugar that is balanced. It's all connected to your adrenals. I can get into that someday, but very very connected very helpful for your hormone health so we really want that um low starch veggies we have lots of fiber when i say fiber i'm talking about veggies a fruit even whole grains do we have whole grains that are not refined grains not um grains where all the nutrients have been taken out but high fiber grains rice um, quinoa you name it do we have some high quality grains or as well as those veggies. So lots of greens, cauliflower, uh, carrots, beets, those are fantastic for your liver as well. Um, Or some high starch vegetables as well, include those sweet potato. If you don't do the grains, some sweet potato, potato, if you're not into the grains, but always having the veggies, that's really going to increase the fiber intake. And that really helps to balance the blood sugar. Because what happens, like, like I said, is, When you're eating a sugary snack or a sweet drink or a latte or donut or muffin, there's no fiber, there's no fat, there's no protein in those foods, and they get really broken down quickly, and they get absorbed quickly, and they increase your blood sugar, your blood glucose level very quickly, because there's nothing to slow down the absorption, the breakdown of that food in your stomach. But when you put protein, fat, and fiber together, well, now we've got a nice balance, a nice mix, and that really lowers the glycemic level of food, um, and it slows down the digestion, breakdown, and absorption, and then the blood glucose spike, so it's going to slow that spike down, so really looking at that plate ratio, protein, fat, fiber, at each meal, three meals a day, four to five hours apart, include a snack in the middle if you really need it. Of course, making that snack, have protein and fat. Again, that really slows down the absorption and the spiking of your blood glucose. Um, so I wanted to share that I also want to share to that stress will affect your blood, uh, blood glucose levels if you're really stressed out, if your hormones are fluctuating month to month that can affect your blood glucose levels So take that into consideration we are cyclical, and uh, when our hormones are changing that actually fluctuates our blood sugar levels. And when we're stressed out, that can really spike our blood sugar. I say blood glucose and blood sugar interchangeably, but when we're really stressed out, that can actually spike our blood glucose levels as well. So always look at your plate ratio. Do I have protein? Do I have fat? Do I have fiber? How do I feel when I eat these foods? Am I skipping breakfast? Well, let's let's start bringing in a small protein, healthy fats, fiber meal one to two hours upon awakening, and see how you start feeling. Are you having that energy crash later in the afternoon, or are you feeling pretty good? So that's my second tip: is listen to your symptoms, get to know thyself. Take note of how food makes you feel. Um, are, you know, what are the symptoms you feel like when you have a sugary snack and you have high blood blood sugar, how do you feel? What is your body telling you when you have those foods? How do you feel when maybe your blood sugar is crashing? Do you have cravings, a headache? Are you crabby, irritable? Um, or how do you feel when your blood glucose is really high? Or maybe you have the same symptoms. Can you tell the difference? Um, what foods make you feel really good as well? Like that's part of the finding the bright spots is what when did you have a day where you felt really good with no energy energy crash and you had consistent energy the whole day how did you eat that day let's take note let's investigate let's explore a little bit um you know did you eat really balanced meals that day did you move your body after meals what were you doing there that made a great day and also vice versa on a day when you had really low energy and energy crashes the whole day what was going on that day what did you eat for breakfast lunch and dinner let's look at it let's look behind us and so when i again when i have clients that aren't dealing with like lots of cravings at night or energy crashes in the afternoon we always have to look behind us and see how we're how were the meals structured before then? Were you eating enough uh, consistently? We just kind of look back and we gather information so that we can, um, make some tweaks and see how you feel. So the real tip there is listen to your symptoms, listen to your body. What makes a great day? What makes not such a great day? (laughs) What are the signs of high or low blood sugar day to day? How do you feel? So that's really a cool thing is to become more of an intuitive ninja. And I found when I use a CGM, a continuous glucose monitor, it's this little device you put on your arm for two weeks and it inserts a little piece of fabric under your skin with a needle. Then the needle retracts. (laughs) Um, it tracks your glucose continuously for two weeks and then you use a phone app and scan it and you can see how food is affecting your blood glucose. You can get these in Canada, the Freestyle Libra at like the pharmacies. And then the States, I think you need a, um, what's it called? A prescription and you can use the levels app, I believe. And it's been so insightful. I used it. It's not necessary. It's just a tool. But I found it really powerful to learn more about my body and understanding like what are the signs of when I have high blood glucose, what are the signs when I have low I always thought that I had that brain fog and just felt zoned out and headachy because I had low blood sugar, but really it's because my blood sugar was really high say if we had pancakes or waffles with syrup, that's a lot of carbohydrates right a lot of sugar. Um, I don't really like to eat those foods unless there's some protein and fat included because I would get that headache, that brain fog. And I always thought it was because my energy was crashing, but actually no, it's because it was so high. So it really helped me to realize what are the symptoms and the signs. But again, you can do that with journaling and just really, um, taking note and paying attention is really, really powerful. Another suggestion to help you start managing your blood uh, blood glucose levels and having that more energy is to move your body after you eat a meal. If it's a balanced meal or maybe it wasn't so balanced, um, maybe it's carbohydrate heavy yeah we, we want to work on that balance but move your body 15 20 minute walk after each meal it does amazing things for bringing your glucose and your blood sugar levels down because you're moving your muscles and all that glucose in your blood is being used up by your muscles now rather than being stored as glycogen in the liver or in your fat cells is being used by your body and it will bring that glucose right down so you don't have an energy crash later or an energy spike it's really really powerful um i measured it with the cgm as well and it was wildly evident like wow exercise does so much after a meal if you can go for a 10 minute walk it will regulate really 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 help to regulate your blood glucose levels so it's uh almost too simple to be true but it's really powerful so i thought that was awesome and then uh, some more tips are okay so move your body after your meals just a short walk um and really try to balance those meals, pay attention to your body, dig deeper if you want to, or you need to, if you're having lots of low energy symptoms for a long time, or a lot of blood sugar dysregulation, and you're working with a health practitioner or a naturopath, someone like that, make sure to get routine blood work, just to see how everything's looking. How is your fasting blood glucose levels? How is your uh, hemoglobin A1C, everything like that? How's the thyroid? Make sure to get routine blood work to stay on top of that, just to know uh, where we need to make uh, improvement or what areas we need to support. So those are my suggestions. The the one that I want to wrap up with is really being mindful of the refined sugar intake as well. Can we uh, optimize those snacks or treats, maybe make them healthier options, move away from like really refined Carbohydrates, you know, uh, sweets, donuts, muffins, fast food. A lot of that food doesn't have a lot of fiber. It doesn't have a lot of um, high quality nutrients. So it's going to zap your energy more than anything. And I call them energy zappers because they're not bringing a lot of nutrients or minerals or vitamins to the table. They're actually stealing your energy because they're going to cause such a blood sugar fluctuation and then you're going to have a crash. So they're zapping your energy. So I would try to avoid the you know the sweet drinks and stuff like that and try healthier options and see how your energy changes because i think that will really support uh, the blood sugar balance so i hope these tips are really helpful i would love to hear what you implement or if you have any questions and i hope you enjoyed today's
0: episode thanks The resources that go with today's episode, make sure you go to jennyholbert.com forward slash 139, the number of this episode, and you can also get in touch with both Jill and I there. Thank you so much for tuning in, my friend, for showing up for your health. And until we chat again, go live your one wild life.